ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight, wouldn't you guess it, I am joined by my very good friends. First of all, we got Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. We also have Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. And of course, we got my man, Apple Zach's Zach Markham as well. Gentlemen, we are here to review and have a fun discussion over Andor episode number seven. But before we get into that, how are y'all doing? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Doing, doing real good, actually. Um, I'm here with my boys. Got yep, some, yep. We got some drinks. A and, fun Friday uh, night. Yeah, it's Friday night, and let's go. That's it. All right. Markham? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. Um, it's another Friday. Just another Friday. Any Have <laughs> any uh, near-death scares this week? Uh, twice, actually. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> What's right. the death count here for Markham on the uh, podcast? Probably five. Jeez. I think we're at five. Jeez, man. All right. Yeah. Shimano, yourself? Yeah it, a, yeah, it was a fantabulous Friday. Yeah. That's right. You heard it here sure. first. You heard it here first, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Man, we are so corny. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's move on. Let me say this. Big shout out to all of our listeners, all of our viewers, everybody that checks out our content, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or the videos themselves on YouTube or maybe just listen to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Google, wh- wherever you take in the Royal Geek Podcast and all of our fun videos. We really appreciate it. We want to encourage you guys to subscribe wherever you are watching us, wherever you are listening. Um, those, you know, That really helps a lot, okay? But also, leaving a review, leaving a comment, that helps us tremendously. And please follow us on social media, at Royal Geek Pod, from anywhere from TikTok to Facebook to Twitter to Insta. Instagram. Yeah, that's the big one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not really on Instagram, so <laughs> I always forget <laughs> it, but... Yeah, check us out, and um, please uh, follow us and interact with us. We would really appreciate it. We want to get to know you guys more. Uh, help build the community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. yep. Thank right. you, thank you. Here is your spoiler warning for Episode 7 of Andor, which was titled Announcement. I almost, I swear I almost forgot. It, <laughs> it was titled, it's titled Announcement. Uh, so yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, okay. So um, this episode was less action-packed. And a lot more, oh, for real? a lot more story driven. And yeah. you know what? I was, I was hooked. The, yeah. the storytelling in this episode, uh, it really, it, it really, it did it for me. I, yeah. I enjoyed what they were, what they were, what they were throwing down on the table. And uh, I, there's a lot I want to discuss with you guys. But I, I mean, before we get anywhere near that, I want, I mean, yeah. what are you guys' initial reactions? I mean, I, I personally found it enthralling. I was just like. Thank like you. Yes. E- even though it was not like you said, it was not the as action patches the previous episode. It was completely had me the whole time. I was just pulled in from yes. get, the get go. I, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Not only did I like enjoy the storytelling of the episode, but I loved the way they portrayed this episode. Like it felt similar but different at the same time. There's a lot of similarities that they portrayed, like the like her Rolls Royce speeder that pulled up, and That's then right. um, just like. You know, the interaction like with the city and everything like that. Like there was a lot of things that felt very familiar, but at the same time different, which Star Wars does in a lot of the series. So yeah. it was great. Yeah. What about you, T Roll. Oh yeah. I mean, it was it was definitely uh enjoyable. It was engaging. I, I, again, to to go from having two straight episodes that were so intense in terms of yeah. the heist and everything they did mm-hmm. to essentially have an episode that was I mean, was there any action? I mean, uh, I was mean there any fighting or 
No, I don't think so. Actually, like hardly. Mm-hmm. Ever, I mean, it was no like a, fighting, but you know, Andor was on the run for a yeah. little bit well, of it. There was, the there, run, was, there was there was the droid some... droid interaction at the end, but that yeah. wasn't really it. Wasn't really fighting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah which we'll, right. we'll, I'm sure we will. Yeah, get we to. will. We will. Um, yeah, but even that. Uh, yeah, it, it was. It was definitely. It was good. Yeah. Um, and again, I think the fact that they can pull off. Well, really, seven great episodes, but back to back episodes that are totally different. Yeah, yeah, right? they re- yeah, they really like did. that's that's impressive. That, that's a so, very key right there. Yeah, but I think it, the the two words that we've mentioned here that stood out most to describe this episode is enthralling and in, in, engaging. Like it's mm-hmm. this this episode really, oh, man, I could not take my eyes off the screen. Like it, there there was not a whole lot happening action wise. We mentioned this several like times already, but just. The dialogue between multiple different characters, it, it had me. It really did. Yeah. And it was it was it was pretty interesting watching the stories play out. I mean, I was I was I was hooked. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like you don't know what to expect next. Like, you yeah. know, with everything that's going on. Yeah. Like you have a general idea of like what's going on, mm-hmm. but like what's going through like Cassian's mind and everything. Um, I felt that it was very warming that, you know, his first um, decision after leaving um, or abandoning the rebels, like in the episode with the eye, um, and taking you know the credits that was owed to him, was going back to Ferrix to see his mom. Yeah, that was that was very warming to see like what what is on his mind and like to him mm-hmm. go back, you know, get his mom, get him to a better location, pay what his kind of debt. person he is, even even to like pay his debts. Yeah, well, like I, he didn't have like he didn't have to do that, but he but it shows that he's there to like. I guess prove his honor in a way and take care of his own. Yeah, so it was really cool. Yeah, I thought there was a lot of like you, you got to see a lot about the the true character of the man that is Andor and like the things that have affected him. Even down to the fact of like figuring out that his uh, his I guess stepfather's name was Clem. Yeah, you're like why why was his like you when you first hear heard him call the name Clem, you're like okay, um, Random, why would you come yeah. up with that? <laughs> Such and a weird name. Like, and then yeah. you're like okay, well this has a very real meaning to him. Like mm-hmm. it's like yep. the first name on his mind when he is on this put on the spot mm-hmm. is his father's name. Like and even to the point where he kind of puts into his perspective a lot of the the decisions that he's making. You know that there's a lot of like under you know, water workings happening with him and yep. how he feels about the rebellion and whether how much he's willing to give in to his own feelings about the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, you know, his dad, with his dad being, you know, it looks like he was probably killed by, yeah. um, by the empire. He was, he was. a martyr. Yeah. Yes, much, yes, yeah. mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, and it kind of points to where his mind was at when he came up with that name and as he was going through the process and how he feels connections yeah. to maybe the really more than he really wants to lead on that he does. Yep. And even like like with that backstory and everything, you know, and him taking that name, not only did he is he taking that ma- name as like a as a physical name for uh, for himself as an alter alias or any, or something like that, but I feel like it's something that he wants to be. And looking yeah. at that scene and everything, he he might have you know cowered when you know his father was trying to calm his people down like in the street, and he might have hesitated, and that's why now as him as an adult, you don't see him hesitate it's because when true. he hesitated, it cost you know the life of someone he cared about. Yeah. So I, very I, good. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of like deep unpeeling that you know that series is doing so far, and it's 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 been amazing. So. Yeah. yeah, I think one of the deep things that uh, we we got was the interaction between his adoptive mom and him and the yes. conversation. He's like, let's go. I got the money. Like, I paid off my debts. Like, we need to get out of here. Uh, and she said 
that she wants to stay for the rebellion because the rebellion is here yeah. and the events that took place on Aldani has inspired her to kind of be the voice believe yes. again. Yeah, to believe again. And in all actuality, it was Andor who yes. was doing that, but he's running away from the rebellion. Like he doesn't yep. want to be a part of it. Yeah. But because of his actions to kind of jumpstart the rebellion, it's causing his mother to not go with him. And just that whole dynamic yes. was just absolutely incredible to watch play it's like, out. It was poetic almost. It, it, yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. It, it reminded me a lot of actually um the the, the Spider-Man TV series. Like it, these moments where you would see Aunt May talk about Spider-Man or something like that, or yeah. you know, something like that would happen and she would be complimenting potentially Spider-Man and kind of like why can't you be more like that in some ways <laughs> and but but you know the course the entire time you know that peter is spider-man yeah. so it's, it's, it's a very interesting thing and it's also kind of points this light to like the what these people were feeding into him you know whether uh, because even though his mother may have taken a step back from rebellion and uh, along those lines she was still you know nurturing that inside of him even if it wasn't direct with the way that she acted her his father was feeding that into him every moment that he thought about that even though it wasn't direct uh, the things that his father had probably told him as he was growing up because you get the, the few moments that you got to see of his father you could tell he was a a man who was a good leader and you know was the person who um, just a good man, yeah. you know, he was yeah. trying to yeah. keep the people alive like that. He was that person who would be there to, he was a wise man. Like you could, you could tell that he was wise in that moment in that he was trying to keep his people from unnecessarily hurting themselves by yeah, making he rash literally actions. Said, he literally said that they're, they're just here to raise a flag and then we can move on with, with our, with our lives. Yes. Like he literally said that was it. They're here to raise a flag. Like, yes. like, leave them be. But then, like, the crowd people just started, uh, uh, like, throwing rocks and creating a scene and, and being just overly dramatic with the situation. And he's just like, just play cool. It's yes. fine. They'll move along. It just be patient. And I think another couple of big moments in this were just, like, we get to see a continuation of the senseless killing that the Empire is in this in this moment. Like the way that they just they just turned around and they were like, okay, pop, pop, and just like shot shot his. <laughs> That's true. He, he shot yeah. his father. Like there was no a, attempt at interrogation. There was no attempt at anything. It was just instantaneously yeah. killing him. And same things at the very end. Even I, you know, I was getting ready yes. to say that. yeah, you're you right. know, like just this. It was this complete and utter disregard for any sort of due process in this situation yeah um it, he was just guilty by being there yeah and plus the judge was like this is normally a six-month sentence but you're getting six years now because yes. of the events that played out on Aldani. yes like it's just yeah it's pretty insane. much the and empire it, is insane man. and it was also like it was a little po bit poetic in its own right because he got away in Eldani, but then he ends up getting caught for something that is connected so to Aldani, yeah. which he had nothing very, to do with like dumb. it was it, it was a poetic moment in that way as well Hmm. Interesting. Mm. I feel like, like he was going to the bar to get a drink when they got him. Yeah, I mean, you know? yeah. No, he was going to the uh, he was going to the store. Oh, to, <laughs> kept saying that. I'm just trying like, to go to the store. Was, just, I'm just yeah, to go grocery store. shopping. Yeah, it's something as simple as grocery shopping. This like Miami planet of Star Wars somewhere. Yeah. Dude, dude, I literally yeah. as soon as they did that scenery over, I was like, dude, are they in Florida? Like, <laughs> is that, what, are, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. is this Panama City? Right? Honestly, I will say that 
<laughs> Panama City. <laughs> I will say that did that was the one. I don't want to call it a negative thing, but again, mainly because I don't know much about anything in the Star Wars universe and where they're at. But it felt like such a sharp jump to all of a sudden he's like, I don't know how much further in the future this was. He's like, he's got a house. He's got a secret safe above his shower. He's got a he's got a a, a, a woman that he's sleeping with. Apparently, is this a lover of some sorts? <clears throat> and he's in this. He's in this place. I don't know where he's at. Like nothing felt like explained to me Inf. there. So that that's the one thing that felt kind of. Um, it, it actually kind of felt out of place a little bit to mm. me. But was I, mean, the, I don't think it was detrimental. Was that his house? Do you think? I don't do you think, think so. that was? I, don't, I thought I it, think was it was hers. hers yeah, I'm stealing I, from her. I, yeah, I, yeah, that's oh, what I got yeah. more from it was that yeah. she was that that was actually um, he. Basically, he had hopped there, and instead of renting a place, he had just found a woman to hook up with to be able to spend the night somewhere, kind of. Yeah. is kind of how I initially saw it as. That's kind of the way I saw it, too, actually. And still stealing, even with all his credits, huh? Um, why not, right? You hey, gotta when survive. You're in, when you're in the middle of a rebellion. Uh, a rebellion yeah. You know? yeah. Well, and he's trying to, still trying to figure out what his place in this rebellion is. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he the, did give away, like... More than half of the credits that he got, yeah, very I, th- I believe. At this point, I think he might be out or close to running out. Um, I think that scene was like a little bit of a jump, um, so to speak. So I think he's like spending his credits. I mean, even loosely. his clothing, his clothing looked impro- improved. So, Correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, it. Some time passed. Yes. Yes. And I feel like maybe a week or so. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't have. Do they? they, have, do they I feel they, like they didn't actually, have they to. They don't usually say, do they? No, they don't. I don't. And I don't think they had to. And. I feel like just that whole scene was kind of it was kind of put there to show that he doesn't really like he wanted to get get away with his his adoptive mom like he wanted to get away with her but because she didn't come with him he kind of is a, at a loss for who or what he's doing yeah and he just had to get away to clear his mind and just do whatever to, to survive to survive and uh, he he just chilling on a beach. He just wanted to chill on a beach and just like gather his thoughts. And that's, that's all I think was the, the point of that scene. Now he's in jail. And yeah. And now that, that yeah. led to this interaction with, uh, which by the way, when he was interacting with Stormtrooper and the, the K2SO looking yes. robot the KX, came, uh, yeah, the, the XK or whatever. Uh, K, KX. Droid. Yes. Yeah. Came walking. I was like, is that K2SO? Is that K? Like, that's I was like, come not. on, let's go. It might it, be. It, it, it wasn't. I mean, the, it could be. I mean, it Turn could in. be because could. we know we just know at some point he is. Yeah. He has his memory um, altered. Yeah. Um. So for all we know, that could be K two S O. That was, mm-hmm. you know, doing that to him. But, but we just don't. I got really pretty know. excited though. I got yeah. pretty yeah, I, oh, I was super excited when I saw him walk up the hill. I was like, oh snap! I was like, are we gonna get K two S O? Or even if it wasn't actually him yet, and it was just the voice that we know as K2SO would have been but phenomenal. It wasn't even, it wasn't even but that it either. wasn't, unfortunately. No. I, I did hear a rumor that K2SO is not coming until season two, is what I yeah. heard. But I also read this rumor that um, the way K2SO and his memory watches and everything is he uses that device that, uh, what was his name, Mix? Minx? Uh, the kid that yeah. died? Oh, ne- Nemec. 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 Yeah. I don't know where I was going. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was the device that he gave him, uh, which uh, I guess even gives it like more meaning um, to his character and everything, and even to K2SO. Mm. Yeah, and I, th- I think for me, uh, another another scene that kind of stood out to me was the 
interaction in the Imperial uh, conference room where yeah. they're trying to get to the bottom of things. And then one guy's like, well, hold on a minute. <laughs> I want to call out this other person over here for uh, going around our, yes. our, our guidelines. And uh, he said, well, this is true. He's like, well, she's like, yeah, I did use the uh, whatever act to get information. And because of it, I've discovered this uh, coordinated attack yes. against uh, the, the Empire. And uh, he just gets put in his place. The, the big one, time. Yeah, Humbled. big time. Yeah, yeah. oh, for sure. Humble. More like, like humiliated. Yeah, because yeah. she like takes over his territory. And uh, he says at the end of it, he's like, walk out with me. I want to talk to you. And then all he says is like, Watch your back. Watch your back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that, I don't know. That whole interaction was, I, I found that very entertaining. And yeah, even whoever though, that guy is that runs that, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah no, no, you're the good. guy who runs that conference mm-hmm. me- yeah. room. He is, he is captivating yeah. to listen to and to yep. watch. He is, and he, he's, he he just like demands your attention. It's great. Like it's he's the empire. When you see totally. him yes. speak, that's the empire. Yeah. And the, so many drops of Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, I spoke yeah. with Emperor Palpatine yesterday. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. oh. You're, it's real. Uh, it's real. You got a <laughs> yeah. little little pull there. A little bit. Dro- dropping the big uh, <laughs> the big EP. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. But but yeah, I really enjoyed that interaction between the the, the all of them in the, in the conference yeah. room. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. It was super cool seeing the way that um the they were jockeying for position and favor in those situations, but also just seeing how um I I think the guy that was being called out um who ended up getting humiliated was kind of a supposed to be an example of how the old world bureaucracy works uh, in general and this new person was kind of how they were going to have to transform to be able to defend against this rebellion Mm -hmm. and how like the two sides were going to have to struggle back and forth because he was a very like he seemed like he was a very to the letter type of person um, living within the boundaries. They, she even states the rebellion doesn't care about they do not, about yeah. um, like Following drawn lines. Down. So the lines that we have drawn, you know, that doesn't matter to them, yeah. um, and it shouldn't matter to, and therefore it shouldn't matter to us when it comes to these situations. Which makes all the sense in the Great world point. because Great it's point. it's kind of the idea of you know. I mean, it doesn't really matter if something happens over a border, over, you know, on one side or the other side, if it's being conducted by the same people, there's a connection whether it's there or not, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Lines don't really matter. Nope. What did you guys think of um, Cyril in this episode? Oh, yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. I said it right. Um, he gets a new job. It was very interesting to see because... Uh, at the, at, we are we are meant to make we are meant to feel bad for this guy, right? Like that's what the director. I, I, I believe to do. so. I believe so. Okay, and uh, they're walking in this like massive area of oh like desk jobs. Is what yes. really essentially it is. But yeah. the, the, I find it very interesting that the episode ends on him as yep. as Cassian is being uh, you know incarcerated, and so obviously he's doing something with data or uh, something to do with. Uh, I don't know, logging books or something like that, like yeah. or whatever it is he's doing. It was, it was um, fuel something. Yeah, so yes. I feel like he's gonna stumble <laughs> upon Cassian's and something, yes. and he's gonna yeah. figure out, oh, I need to get involved here. But yeah, it, it was just awkward the ending. I thought. Did you, did you guys I, feel that way too? Yeah, I, f- I feel like with his character, um, you, like he's he's basically humiliated and just have 
such low self-esteem that you feel bad for him. Mm. And right. like even everything that happened, like, you know, with the other job that he had that he got let go from. And then you see the interaction between him and his mom mm. and the way his mom treats him. Even Dude, yeah, to, like, his mom is yes. like, so belittling him every, every chance she yes. gets. Just yeah. undercutting yeah. him all left yeah. and Correct. right. But even like the subtle notes that they put in there is like, so like when he's walking, you know, with, you know, the guy or whatever, you know, at the interview with that job that is uncle got for him right. you know he moves out of the way for like a mouse droid and i feel like that was like a perfect like representation of just how like where low, right of now. where he's yeah. at yeah. Like, mentally and everything. Like he was leading he was leading a small core and now here he is just an, another desk yeah, yeah and i think it's partially just so he just doesn't understand how him doing what he believes to be the right thing and i think we're supposed to believe he was probably doing the right thing yeah um is put him in this situation where he's lost everything pretty much, you know? And I think, I think what all this is supposed to be setting up for what they were also showing in the beginning is how ambitious he was. He was a very ambitious person as well. So I think it's going to be one of those things where his ambition and his need to clear himself and his need to, um, write what he felt like was wrong is going to be play very heavily into Everything that that is pushing him, I think he's like like you said. I think he's going to come across something with Andor, and it's it's going to drive him to almost in, I think um, like almost insanity levels of just like persistence and drive and figuring out how he can either prove that Andor did something on the planet um, that. You know that that he was actually the person who committed the murders, or if he can prove something to where he can clear his name, or that he was doing the right thing and get himself like um, back on the top. Reinstated? So, yes. You think you think he's trying to get reinstated, or do you think he's trying to go for something something larger? I think at the very least, he's just trying to get vindicated. Mm. Like may, whether he goes yeah. up, down, or to. Left or right, I think the biggest thing to him is to be vindicated. I think he, in a lot of ways, has some of the similar traits that Andor has, just without the like, you know, street level cutthroatness. I think he has a very like defined moral compass, you yeah. know, that, um, and even though Andor, you know, isn't always moral, I think he has a moral compass. To where, like, you, you yeah, saw it being yeah. drawn here with, like, the fact that in this episode of him, what like we talked about, Andor was goes back and pays his debts, and he's trying to free his mother. And all those things show a very strong moral compass, even though he isn't always moral. Um, so I, I think the he has a lot of um, – I think they're kind of on similar trajectories, just, you know, it just doesn't look like they're on the same trajectory, you know? Yeah, yeah. I even think he's like trying to find like a sense of purpose or a sense of like belonging, almost. Exactly. Cause, exactly. Like, That's what I'm saying. Is like that he is on a very similar path as yeah. Andor in that sense. And what I'm what I'm speculating is that in some way or no, or another, like it, the way this series is going to construct is he's going to end up t meeting Deidre or teaming up with Deidre to f figure out how to p pinpoint Cassian and. Uh, make him face justice pretty much or mm. Mm. instead of making him face justice bail him out as like a like they're like because the vibes i'm getting is especially with uh deidre is she's too close to the rebel alliance or too focused on it where she might even be 
a part of it. And she even says that in like one of the lines, like if, if I was in, this is what I would do. And so I feel like, I feel like she's going, she's even struggling that in a sense of, you know, as well. And that their, their personalities are similar. Hers are just on a more stronger, stronger point. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will, I will say that, uh, so you mentioned Deidre. Okay. Yep. So the, the mystery person that she's kind of meeting up with or talking to in this episode, like, what do you think is going on there? Like, I'm not really 100% sure um, what the takeaway was from that. What, what was the takeaway supposed to be from that? You mean the the, guy, the, the person she has running some, uh, wants a report from every star system? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Because, <laughs> well, she asked, she asked for that, uh. She asked for the report. Like, like, what is she trying to get? Is she just trying to find like coincidences between? I, I think she's just trying to pinpoint an organized yeah. rebellion, and that's yeah. And I think that's not that's something that doesn't exist yet, and that's something that the empire doesn't think that can exist yet. Yeah. So I feel like she's trying to bring that to light, um, and you know, be the discover it not only discover it but be the first person to yeah, discover it. Yeah, but she was it. like uh, the way, the way she kind of addressed him it was like, you know, keep it discreet, like that kind of thing. Like, but she was Is that what she got caught for? Or called out for? You uh, think? Uh, it wasn't that. It was more the spe- it was more specific with the mm-hmm. other guy. It was more specific to that guy's yeah, area. You think he's his area of expertise, right? Like but do you think yeah. he's going to play a bigger bigger role or no? Um, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I, I think part I mean, I think it could be very possible with Deirdre is that she's, you know, she wants it discreet because she wants it to be her information. Mm. She yeah, wants okay. to be in control. Okay. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. Of right. the, uh, she she wants to be the person who hands the information to the emperor. Correct. Like that type of idea, because th- th- a lot of the stuff in this is all about. It's the, not just important to find the information, it's power but to be the person power who. Play. Yeah, Correct. it's a power play. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, but to be the person who actually physically like hands it to. Mm-hmm. The person in power. Okay, yep. so you have uh, you have Deidre and her gathering information, but then you also have uh, some brief scenes of, of, of Vel meeting with uh, a hooded yes. character, right? Like she's like introduced like wearing a hood. And yes, we don't really know her her stance on on things or where she, or what role she plays. The ro- yes, the vibe that I got from it is it was like a very like dark like Leia Organa type stuff hmm. like her just her resemblance like it had like very like early Carrie Fisher vibes and it, I thought it, that's who it was to be honest and really it, and it made me think like what if like you know because like you see Leia and the way she's portrayed in like the movies and everything and as a little girl just in like in the Obi-Wan series but like who's to say that she didn't have to make like those hard those hard plays you know for the fate of the rebellion or the fate of the revolution like who's to say she didn't have to like order someone to be taken out? Yeah, you know, the, I mean, benefit yeah, the rebel you, get, you have to kind of dabble with the dark side a little bit to exactly to spark this rebellion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was wearing like dark red, which is a very like you know empire scarlet, yes. right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so is very... she somebody uh, who, scarlet? You say scarlet? <laughs> <laughs> um, so she could be uh, somebody working for the empire who is leaking information. Uh, trying to get out, kind of like l- yeah. Lieutenant was in the other uh, uh, in the heist. Yeah, potentially. I, I mean, yeah. Be, there's a lot of the rebellion at this point is going to be embedded inside the Empire, you know, because of the fact that they're the people who have uh, a lot of the information. You need those people inside the Empire, so it's a very like tenuous situation that you're dealing with because you have these people who you kind of have to 
almost 100% rely on, but you can't always 100% trust mm -hmm. because of the fact that they're connected with the very thing you're trying to pull down. And you know, don't always 100% know what side they truly lie on. Are they, yeah. you know, are they a double agent? Are they just giving information for money or are they truly a part of the cause? Like there's so many different pathways that it could fall down. Yeah. You have to be so, you know, careful about what you're doing. But I do think it's very interesting that they kind of want and or knocked off. And, you know, to see where that's going to head, is it going to be one of those situations where Vel is just, you know, an unfortunate character who has to knock off, uh, try to knock off Andor and gets knocked off herself, you know? Do do you think, um, okay, do you think Luthen is going to be the one to get uh, Andor out of his predicament? Or do you think that he, uh, Andor is going to figure out a way out himself? Andor's going to find a way out himself. Yeah. I, I feel like he's in a no-win situation right now. It, that's the way it's, like, portrayed to seem. But to be honest with you, I feel like this was Luthen's plan all along is to, like, either take Andor out or, like, get rid of him somehow. Really? You think that? that? Just the just by the way of, like, uh, Vale was acting, like, his, you know, his partner and everything. Like, why, like why, would she, why would she do that? Or... Well, I, his Andor's conversation with Bix was like he he already knew about me. Like he was talking to Bix, and he she's like, or he was telling her he's like he already knew about me, and she's like, yeah, kind of like that kind of thing, right? But I feel like I feel like he it was more in depth. Well, I think Luthen thinks that Andor is kind of like the the chosen one, kind of to help the rebellion. Like his skill set yeah. slash, I mean, if he can focus his his rage or his focus, his anger or focus, his motivation, his motivation, then he would be the driving force to get the rebellion. Yeah. In flowing in the right direction. His unique form of like morality is important. Yeah. You know, the fact that he's willing to, you know, pull the trigger when necessary without right. hesitation, Very but good, also, yeah. you know, on the other side, he has this strong, like I said, strong moral line mm -hmm. that he's willing to, that he feels very um, strongly about to where, you know, he's willing to almost die for his morality, but also is willing to step over the line. Kind of, that's kind of like what you would think that the rebellion really needs in its people. Someone who is extremely loyal to their former morality, but willing to do almost anything to get to their goal. Mm, yeah, that's why. That's why I really don't think that Luthen was had. That was the plan all along was to get him captured. Like I, that's why I don't think that. I don't know. I don't know. Like the, his vibes that, especially that he portrayed, like in this in this episode, he, it seems like he's very like impatient and reckless. Uh, like you, like he wants things to unfold very, very quickly. Um. And so he's going to, you know, do whatever it takes to, you know, for that to happen, whether it be like, you know, silence somebody or take somebody out to get him out of the way. Because who's like how many like I know the show is about like Cassian and and everything, but like how many other mercenaries are there out there that he could have used or he could have went yeah. to? Yeah, you very know? true. Very true. Like I feel like he looks at, you know, Cassian as just another mercenary. He doesn't like understand yet because I feel like there's a lot of people in the galaxy that's like mm -hmm. that. And he's just like a number that he could have used to like a, an easy playoff. Well, there's also the conversations that's been had either like in this episode or episodes past where like mercenaries are necessary to, for the right. rebellion. Yep. And so, yeah. I mean, yes, maybe that is the case where Luthen was just using him as just 
the mercenary as a driving force and, you know, put him away, like get him arrested or whatever to get him out of the way. But I don't, I still don't feel like Luthen is using, using him as just a pawn. I feel like Luthen is, has bigger plans for, for Andor. That, yeah. that's, just, that's just what I'm gathering so far. Well, I just think he wants, his biggest plan is to bust open the door. That is the rebellion. Like he see, he saw, I think what he saw in Aldhani is a crack in the door, and he wants to, before, he's seen so many times before that the Empire closes those openings so viciously that with this opening, he knows they have to push so hard to open it. And I think it's possible that the way that Luthen looks at it as, he does not care who gets in, who ends up getting trampled on the way to opening that door, as long as the door gets open. Yeah. So I think it's possible that he may see this as a situation to where it has to get taken care of, but maybe he did have something. He wasn't necessarily hoping that Andor would end up, you know, in this line, but it may be one of those things that ends up happening or he feels is necessary to happen at the moment. Yeah. And you have to like think of his morale too. Like, like what essentially what he's wanting right now is for the empire to cause more suffering. Because he knows that, you know, if the Empire is causing more suffering, more people are dying, you know, needlessly, then more people are going to rebel. Yeah. And that's what he wants. Yeah. So I have a question for you guys. And this, you know, I I hate to do this because maybe this is me showing my ignorance and I'm going to look like a fool. But uh, Most likely, yeah. What is the ISB? That got name dropped. Like, they're going to be taking over, handling the, like, recovering from what happened in Aldani. It's the I, uh, I, Imperial Security Bureau. Bureau. Yeah, yeah. I, they're basically like, have you ever heard of like um, internal and affairs for like police? Sure. They're, yeah. they're basically an internal Investigators. police. Fo- yes. CIA, they're, FBI e- type stuff. Yeah, like they, they basically work um, in kind of like inside a lot of the stuff to work against their own people to figure out who yeah. is potentially not doing what they're supposed to be doing right. for which, what, and for whatever reason which it may again, be. Which again, if... Um, Gosh, was it uh, was it Gorn? Was that his name, yeah, Lieutenant Gorn? Lieutenant yes. Gorn yeah. Again, I can't, I still can't remember if he actually died or not. I feel like uh, just assume they're all dead. Well, they showed him getting shot, right? But they did not linger on his body with yes. long, drawn out visuals like they did on Tam, like they did Tamarin. Yeah, Tamarin. I, I do think it is, and you're bringing up an important distinction there that there is a possibility that we find out in an episode or two that Gorn has been being is being tortured. Yes, because yeah. especially mm. they drop they. He literally mentioned that everybody at that base is being questioned. And I feel like there it's it's like if he was dead, we wouldn't necessarily need to know that. So we I wouldn't. feel like the no. fact that they included that, it leads me to believe that he's actually alive right now. Yep. And they, they also brought up that Senta survived. So Which we she, see that though, correct. right? Yeah, we yes. see Yeah, we see her get away. Yeah. Yeah. But it it never shows like if she got captured or not. But yeah, now what it, is she doing? Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's kind of still a mystery, but yeah. I know they, you know, put an important an importance to show that you know she's still there on Aldani and everything. Um, so who's to know if she does get captured and she, you know, she's in the same torture room with Gorn or so, so yeah. to speak, you know? Perhaps, yeah. She she totally like destroyed their little campground that they were staying in for what years? I don't even know how long. Yeah. Months. I, at least. I think it was months. Okay. Yeah. Months. <laughs> it was months. Yeah. <laughs> but still, like, uh, and then she got away on like a cool speed bike or whatever speed scooter. That's right. She did <laughs> speed scooter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was great. 
Okay. Uh, last thoughts. Anything else you guys need to say before we wrap this up? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think one of the most important things is that it was a very, like, it was an intense conversation, but the conversation between Mon Mothma and uh, the in, in the other senator. Oh, is that another senator? Yeah, yeah I believe her, he, he is another he, senator, I believe. He's a, uh, a banker. Oh, is he? Yeah, it's like okay. he's like a royal banker. Yeah, I got the sense that he oh. wasn't very, pol- like, uh, no, he's, not. he's involved, like, politically, like. But he's not, the, like, a senator. Like, he's not oh, very it's politics. No, he's, is he, like, it's a, like a, if a you lobbyist? Own, or? He's, like, so she's she's a senator, and he's, like, the owner of Wells Fargo. That's, oh. like, that's like, the best way oh, I guess I can describe it. I get that reference. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, that scene was very empowering. Um, it was, like, she was bringing – She at first, she had to figure out if she could trust him or not. Yeah. Sure. And then, you know – bring him into like her her web yes right. was yeah very, yeah it was cool. it was very, very it was, it was very done, interesting right. the way you like it, it was slowly pay, playing out it was like it was almost like a, a conversation between very veiled yes it was very veiled it was very much like a conversation between two people who are trying to figure out whether they like each other yeah you know like it, it kind yeah. of felt that way in a way like where they were we've using, all been in that conversation before. where there's like this <laughs> uh, underhanded like conversation where you're trying to make hints, but you're not trying to step too far across the line, you know, because you're trying to protect yourself because yeah. you don't want to get hurt. Um, yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's like trying to find out if somebody likes Doctor Who or not. Like that's, yeah. <laughs> that's the exact line you have to tell. <laughs> like you don't want to give away too much. Like, but yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it's, it's funny. Cause like you guys are kind of laughing and joking about it, but the truth is that is one of the bravest things that Mon Mothma could have done. Yes. Like, th- that anybody in her spot could do. Like, oh, yeah. To, yeah. to, like, even to begin to, like, try to see where someone's at. That's so risky. It Ex- is so risky. Especially Very. after Aldhani. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's such a raw event for the Empire at the moment because of everything that has happened. And we've seen how the Empire has reacted to yes. this yeah. and overreacted. So it's very interesting to see that she's, you know, finally being able to do to do that. And it's there's a lot of really interesting stuff going on with people, you know, not people not knowing how much people are actually interacting with things at the moment. Like, yeah, like, for example, with the the way the banker was like, well, you may not like my politics if you were to know too strong. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And like (laughs) kind of like thinking that way. And it was very similar to the conversation in a lot of ways that Andor had with his mother, with her being like, basically, well, you don't understand what this has, what this rebellion really is and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was very, very, some very interesting, conversations and it was that was a very it was drawing you in the whole time as you were seeing and you wanted to see it was one of those moments where you just wanted to see them just be like you know what i support the rebellion mm-hmm. like just like you just wanted sure. them to but yeah. you, you know you, you, you know can't. they couldn't yeah. yeah but like the entire time it was so intriguing for them to dance around that conversation i love that kind of stuff yeah, yeah me too can Which i something been, yeah something so, i really enjoy seeing and i don't know if we've i've ever seen this in any anything from star wars literally any movie maybe maybe some of those animated shows i never watched sorry <laughs> uh but like seeing the um the way that the media is is operating in the Star Wars yes. world yeah. the hollow net. Yeah. was very interesting to me yes. because I feel like I've never seen that in any sort of no. movie or show, at least live action. And you could just, and again, as a mass comm guy, I appreciate it, but you could just see like 
the effect of the very pro empire media. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was definitely getting like 1940s uh, Germany yeah, vibes, yes. or there. even like uh, Hunger Games vibes. Oh too, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there you like go. the way the media controls what people think and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. it was, man, it was great. So yeah. I'm fired up, man. Great show. Great yeah. show. It's the start of a new arc. So um, excited to see how this uh, plays out, and uh, it should be all the way through the finale. So. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I really loved like the music in this episode. Oh man, yes. it was very it was every a, point. Every it was point like a hit, very like cyberpunk. Like oh yeah, 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 yeah. To it. I agree. Great, fantastic episode. Not gonna lie, Markham, I don't remember any of the music, but <laughs> I respect you. Although maybe maybe at the end, because again, the ending felt like they went to Miami slash like Thor Ragnarok. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot of was, color. Yeah. Like they're on a beach. Very like, vibrant. Yeah, it, pops, it was. Yeah. It, it felt like. I don't want to say out of place. I said that earlier. I don't think that was right, but it just it didn't feel, like, feel consistent. I feel like a Star Wars version of like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Oh, Dude, Vice City. No, Vice I City. said Vice City. Yeah. That's it. Marco, I said, in my head, when I was watching it, I, oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot that. I was like, man, this feels like Vice City. Yeah, for there real. You go. Yeah, that's it. Man. And on that Markham, note. That, that's, a, that's a great way to end this pod. All right. Okay, I guess. All right. Um, big shout out. Thank you to everybody who listened, everybody who watched. If you're on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. If you are uh, listening to us on Apple, Spotify, Google, somewhere else, please follow and subscribe there as well. Please leave us a review or a comment. Those things help a lot. And also, again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Please follow us on social media at Royal Geek Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, all of them. Okay, so check us out there, interact with us there, and please come back. We will be reviewing episode number eight of Andor next week. And again, we got just so much to cover in the months to come. So, with all of that in mind, for my good friends Sandy Shimato and Apple Zacks, this is T Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.